Welcome to Akasha Talks, a podcast on consciousness, healing, and different ways to interact and weave those together, both old and new, to be able to get the most out of your life. I'm your host, Lance Baker, coming to you from Newcastle, Australia. Hope you kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Akasha Talks. I'm your host, Lance Baker. This episode is going to be a little bit different to pretty much every other one because this is the second time I've done a solo show. I haven't done this since the debut episode. And I wanted to do this one because it's it's me talking about something that's very passionate to me and it's something I'd like you all at home to have an option of being able to do. So I'm going to give everybody part of what is my distance healing class for free because being able to heal with energy at a distance at this point in time I feel is a very valuable gift that so many of us need. So here it is. Now to begin with I should talk a little bit about what energy is. So I'll mostly be talking about this in a Reiki context because that's the main framework that I teach this within and if you haven't experienced Reiki before, I have a free online attunement process that will help connect you to that energy that you can do to be able to feel this out. But this works with any healing approach, whether you've got some traditional healing based off the culture you've grown up in whether you've got something that's like pranic healing or that comes from an aspect of a movement-based thing like qigong or tai chi whatever it is that works for you you can adapt this with uh, but i'll use the language that i use because that's what i use and this is my podcast so this is working with the Akasha energy, which in other cultures you might know of under the name Prana in India, Chi in China, Ki in Japan. I've done some study, I've found I think 35 different names I got up to. Akasha is the name that feels right to me. And that's the name I connect with the best. So that's the term I usually will use. Now. This energy is something you can palpably feel between your hands. For some people it's a tingle, for some people it's a buzz, a magnetic feeling, a push or a pull. If you can't feel that energy, I'd invite you to, to pause this. Go follow the link below where I have a link to that attunement meditation where I teach you the basics of how to feel and use energy. Explore that, then come back to this episode so that you've got those basics of what this feels like and what this is. So you can experience this a little deeper. Now this energy that I'm talking about, the Akasha is free. 
it's everywhere it surrounds us it's in every living thing it's in every breath of air you take it surrounds us and what we're doing is we're pulling that energy from the universe into our body and spreading it out through our hands to heal others now with distance healing you're doing that whether they're in the same room as you or completely on the other side of the world it makes no difference how close they are for this to work so this healing it doesn't matter about time or space you don't need to be close to somebody and when you're doing that you then also don't need to be using your hands now most of the methods I use will use my hands but you can just project loving energy out of your heart or your third eye to that other person and have that healing energy flow to them now I know this might seem a little strange but I mentioned there that time or space doesn't matter and it does get a little bit weird that it can bend time uh, this healing seems to work when we send it into the past and when we send it into the future and I do lots of experiments with this within my classes to know that it works where I send somebody away to a different room we send them distance healing at a later stage back to that time sometimes I'll send somebody in the in the end of the day and we'll send them the healing at the beginning of the day and they don't know they're not getting it live and they'll come back and they'll report exactly what happened whether we just sent healing to their hands or their feet or their head or where and what it was we were working on so there is clear direct correlations to give us anecdotal evidence that this definitely does work but what I'm talking about today is not about that time travel part of this that is an, an aspect that you can do that you can look into later the aspect I'm focusing on today is that space that you can do a distance healing whether somebody is right here right next to you and you can point your energy the opposite way and send it directing it to them you can do it if they're in the house next door if they're in a suburb one or two across from you if they're in a different state to you or a completely different continent other than the other side of the world now i'm certain this would even work if they were in space sadly i don't have any astronaut friends to be able to test this with but maybe one day i'll have that sort of opportunity to be able to see the differences that makes i've had people send it to me when i've been on a plane and i've felt it and experienced it and i've sent it to others when i've been on a plane and they've felt it and experienced it so i know your location makes zero difference with this and we're at a time in our life where we're all isolated we're all meant to be home and at the moment i have snuck out i've snuck out to my office which is isolated and abandoned there's never been so many parks around this office it's insane but i've had zero contact with another human i've just got in my car and come to this place because i had all my gear set up here 
and I wanted to record this and I couldn't do it without the gear which was in this office so here I am in my office and I know I can send healing to somebody somewhere else and you in your home can send healing whether it's for emotional or physical things to somebody else who's in need at this point in time and I'm sure you can think of somebody already who you'd like to send some loving healing energy to and there's different ways you can do this so the primary way I use is just an energy ball which if you listen to that meditation and that online class that I linked to earlier you'll have been taught that energy ball now with that it's just a ball of energy that's in your hands and it sounds strange but when you do it you can feel that energy and I can tap into that and connect it to you at home listening to this and feel your energy now it feels very strange to me because I've just tapped into a lot of different people's energy to feel and send healing to so I couldn't isolate anything individual for you I do notice a lot of fear and doubt and insecurities most people are actually quite tired which is strange since you're home and resting so the ways you can do distance healing are quite varied the main way I use is the energy ball principle which if you watched that video that I told you to before continuing you should now know as I taught that in that video but you have your hands reasonably close together as though you're holding a small ball and you think of and connect to the person who you want to send this healing to now in Reiki there are symbols for this to help build that connection up but even without that if it's somebody you love and have a connection with and you have their permission to send them healing you should be able to still connect in and have something work it might not be quite as strong as if you're attuned to be able to do distance healing and you might not have all the extra skills to be able to do it but I know this works in some regards because I've got some Reiki 1 students who haven't been taught anything about distance to experiment with this with me by teaching them the little things I'm giving you here today I have noticed it's not quite as powerful as after they've come to a Reiki 2 class but neither is any of the energy that they're channeling as good as after they've had a Reiki 2 class but regardless it works so regardless I know you at home will be able to do this if you spend some time and you feel and try and connect to those people that you love and respect that you want to give healing to now I can feel this going here there now when all I did was have the intention 
to connect to whoever's listening to this now if they wanted to receive it. As I said earlier, it works across time and space. So in this situation, I am using that time travel bit. But I'm not doing anything specific for any one of you. So I'm just working general energy for whatever you need in that day to give a general boost, a general feel to lighten some of the emotions that you might be feeling, to help free some of that emotional overwhelm up. Now this energy ball, it'll have a tingle, a buzz, a magnetic sort of pulse to it. Generally, I notice it feels quite tingly and spiky when I start and soft and fluffy by the time I'm finished, by the time the healing has done. So the, the energy has got less static to it, I guess would be the right word to describe what change is there. Now, the other things you can do is use yourself as a proxy where you can heal your own body with the intent that that healing energy goes to somebody else. So if you know your mother's isolating herself in her place at home and she's got a sore knee, you can connect into your mum and send to her knee and feel the energy of your knee or lay your hands on it. You can have your hands off or on, it doesn't matter. And think about your mum and think, this energy is for you, mum. I send you love and healing, mum. And sometimes you'll feel it in your own body. Sometimes you'll feel nothing because it is all going to them. Sometimes a person you're sending to will feel strange things like a tingle, a buzz, hot, cold sensations. Sometimes it might knock them out into a sleep, trance sort of state. Quite often they might notice little twitches, quivers. They might just notice different sensations within their body where that healing is. However, sometimes they don't, especially when you're doing that energy ball thing, but they do notice the effect that the that afternoon or the next day, they're feeling vibrant, they're feeling wonderful, and that pain, whether it's emotional or physical, is a hell of a lot less. So don't prejudge yourself based off what the person you're sending to experiences based off the effects of what happens. Now, you will quite often get more feedback of what they feel and experience if you give them a heads up that I'm about to try practicing this thing that I learned on Lance's podcast today. And they get to sit there and just feel for it. Then you might get a bit more feedback. But this obviously isn't about the feedback. It's about helping your friends and family who are in need away from it. And now one of the other ways you can do it, and this way is a little bit weirder. This way is where you use a proxy doll. So I have an anatomically correct doll. I've got a male and female version of it. It's obviously the female one. Uh, this one's got the meridian lines painted on it so that I can work with the meridian system 
as I usually do in my therapies. Now, this is the sort of thing I use if somebody books in for a distance healing session with me and I'm working on them as though they were here if they're a paying client. The energy ball thing is more what I do if I just want to send some loving healing to somebody I care about at a distance. Whereas if somebody's booked in for an hour session, they will have a proper session with this where I'll lay this out on the table in front of me and I will connect this doll to them. Kind of a little bit like what you might have heard of in some fictional Caribbean movies of a voodoo doll. But this is not a voodoo doll. There are no uh, organic parts of a human in here. There's no blood, spit, hair, items of clothing or anything to link it directly with any one specific person. This cannot be used for cursing and hurting people. It's all a positive healing loving energy before you get scared since uh, I made that vague link. But you connect this with your intention to their energy body. And this rubber doll that has no energetic feeling will start to feel something. So I'll think of somebody who I know who has asked for healing recently and I'll connect into her and this energy will be her energy. Now, all of a sudden, now that I've connected in with that, I can feel energy from this doll. Most of it's around the head. And the kidney meridians are out. But I can do healing on her with this at a distance. I can just send energy to those spots. I can hold my hand still, I can move them around. It doesn't matter, it still works either way. You're doing what's right for you. I want you to experiment with this and see what happens. And when I'm finished, I just set the intention that I'm finished and that energy dissipates. And now this just feels like an inanimate doll again. So that's one method you can use. Now, other ones you can use are crystals or something like that. You can get uh, some sort of ball of a, a crystal rock or a, a rough, rough piece of crystal, it doesn't matter. And you can set the intention that this represents them and send that energy. You can also lay up a grid of a bunch of crystals if you like and build some fancy pattern or shape that feels healing to you and send that energy while thinking of the person who you want to send energy to and connecting to them to give them healing energy. And this rock now feels exactly like the head of that doll did. So that energy is there again. 
and I can disconnect from that once again. And now this rock is just back to its own natural energy that it radiates out. You can do some sort of journeying thing if you experience lucid dreaming or astral traveling, if you have a deep meditative practice, then you can journey in spirit to that person if you have permission to enter their space of whatever room they're in and connect with them there and see yourself in your mind's eye doing that healing on them there then on the other side of the world or on the other side of town wherever it is you're sending these things work the other way you can do it is you can project from your heart and just send loving energy and just sit in meditation thinking of that person who you love and respect and send them healing and see what happens now you can do this not just to other people but you can do it for your own emotions you can connect with that energy ball is the main thing i use for the emotions to the way you feel about certain things so if you're emotionally overwhelmed with something at the moment you can go this is for the way i feel about being isolated at home this is for the way i feel about all the conspiracy theories that have been buying into at the moment this is the way i feel about all the previous stresses and depression and anxiety and overwhelm i had before i started this and you will usually notice that sensation within your hands change and just sit with it for a while and then no longer think about that issue you only need to think about it for while you set the intention to start and then you just let that energy keep flowing and let it work on the problem for you the more you let the akasha energy deal with that problem for you the better results you get when you're in your head trying to think of how you want it to play out it doesn't play out quite as well as what akasha can come up with on its own for you so i really recommend you just get it started and focus on something else and either develop your meditation practice and just focus on your breath and the feeling between your hands or distract yourself with watching telly and every now and then check in on your feeling on what you're feeling with your hands so your intention is on that healing but your attention is on something else and if you notice that feeling has dissipated and flown away then it means your intention is connected with whatever it is you're involving yourself in instead and so just reconnect that intention until you feel those sensations in your hand again and let it flow once again now one of the other ones you can do is not just yourself or your emotions or other people you can do it to situations so at the moment we have a global pandemic so you can connect in to the pandemic that's happening and help heal that global situation to heal the way 
everybody as a mass culture are dealing with that stress and that anxiety. Do it to help the world be free from this virus. Now, don't send it directly to the virus because you don't want to heal that virus to make it thrive more. Send it to the situations around it of how it negatively impacts things and ask for that impact to be healed. Now, the self bit I did, I talked about in that. The previous video uh, but if you haven't watched that I'll, I will go over that basically you can do this to, to heal yourself whether it's your own emotions like I said or something specific in your body so if your foot is hurting instead of holding your foot up and healing your foot you can just think of your foot and send healing to that foot and connecting to that And the other things you can do is use this for manifestation. If you want to bring certain things into your life, you think of the outcome of you having that thing and hold this energy ball and hold an image in your mind of what it is to have that outcome, to have that tangible thing you like. And let the universe fill in the gaps of how that happens, how that creates it. And different people have different levels of success with this. But your trust in this has huge power of how well it works. If you allow yourself to open up to trusting that this process is going to work, it can work to a much greater detail, whether that's in healing, physical, emotional, things, whether it's in manifesting something, whether it's making changes in situations, it does not matter. The amount of trust and allowance you put into this amplifies how much more this can come through. Now with this distance healing, I didn't trust it much to begin with. And I didn't get great results to begin with. The first class I went to, we spent about half hour on this. And that was including all the practice. We sent it to somebody who was outside, uh, who we chose who we had no way of contacting first to let them know we we're going to send it to get any feedback. So I didn't know if it worked or not. Uh, the next class I went to was a similar thing. Pretty much all the classes I went to. They brushed over distance healing in less than half an hour, including practice, without getting any real feedback. So I changed my classes around drastically and I made this distance healing a whole day because it's an incredibly powerful tool 
And most of the people I've trained in energy healing have found themselves to be much greater distance healers than even in physical person healers because they've spent time on it and they understand it and they've got that connection. And interestingly, most people I've taught I've noticed that people who are introverts seem to have more of a, an interest in energy healing. And they find it a lot easier to do that practice of healing via distance because they don't have to confront somebody and get in their personal space. They don't have to leave their house. They can just practice it. So they get a lot of experience. They get great at it. I mean, a lot of different distance healing groups and I get a lot of confirmations continually of how much this helps and how miraculous sometimes the healings can be from distance healing. So in my classes, we practice this all day. I'm continually sending people down to this office and we're upstairs in the training room. And we send down to this person. First, we do it as a group. And everybody's sending to somebody, whether they're using a crystal ball, a proxy doll themselves, the energy ball, traveling. But they will do that healing. And then that person comes up and they describe all the different things that we have done as a group and then later in the day we separate individuals and do one-on-one -on -one where they split off to different areas at the wellness center and do those healings then we do the time travel where we send it backwards in time and forwards in time and i have ways to be able to test that in class by sending somebody at an earlier part of the day later part of the day and then i got to adapt this just the other week by doing an online class. And I had people from the Philippines, UK, US, Australia, all doing distance healing with one another online and getting that clear feedback. And so I know this works without you having to be in the room with me to learn this because I've trialed it, I've tested it. And that's why I want to give this to you. Why I want to give you this opportunity of this gift of being able to heal. And I encourage you, no matter where you are, to find somebody who does teach it near you, to learn it deeper, to learn those, those hands-on approaches of how to do it in person, of how to do it by distance better, to gain extra tools and resources about this, to be able to have somebody answer the questions you might have. And I'm happy if you contact me if you have some questions about this, and I'll still help you out. But I would really encourage you, if you enjoy this, if you feel that you're good at this, to amplify that skill greatly by connecting with somebody who can teach you that, to do a proper workshop, whether it's in person or online. I encourage you to follow those avenues and do that. Now, if you're dealing with something yourself and you're not sure how to heal it yourself, I do want to encourage that you can reach out to me and I can do a session with you. Now I do my sessions differently depending on how people want it. Sometimes I'll just send them healing for when they would like it. Other times I'll do it live with them and we'll set up a Zoom session. I get them to, to get comfortable and I will send them healing while looking at them. Sometimes we just do it with an audio connection where I don't need to see them, they don't need to see me. 
and I guide them through a meditation as I heal. Other times I'll do it where we do a hypnosis approach as well as a distance energy healing approach. And I mix my modalities. I have lots of different tools to work on lots of different issues. If you're not sure how to do this all yourself, if you're not confident with what I'm teaching you here. But quite often as well anyway, just somebody outside of you giving you healing helps it work on a deeper level. Because they can get past some of the subconscious blocks of self-sabotage you might have. And then other times it's quite different and it's more that personal approach that makes that difference. For me, receiving Reiki, I thought I was made a little bit of difference. Learning it myself and just practicing this energy ball is what cured me of that migraine that I had for nearly 10 years. So find what's right for you. Maybe working on your own with you is what helps you best. Maybe working with somebody else helps you best. And if you're not comfortable with me, there's millions of other healers out there in the world who I know you can connect with. And I encourage you to do it. And I'd encourage you to get out of your box of whatever way you choose of that throughout your life. That doesn't mean it's always the same. Even though I healed my pain myself. When different things surface in my life, sometimes I will connect to other people to get their help. You're not alone. Even if it feels like it at the moment. So find ways to connect to whatever resources you have whatever people are in your life that you could connect with that might help in this hour of need. Now I'm going to keep this short. I could keep going. But what I really want is for you to practice. What I really want is for you to think of this as an opportunity, as an option of something you can use to connect with those you love around you. And get on the phone or get on Messenger and find somebody who's open to you doing this with. Maybe you share this episode with them first so they can get a deeper idea of what you're about to do with them. Maybe you want to surprise them and just get them to sit down and relax and enjoy what you're going to send. I don't mind either way. I just want you to Experience this to see what can happen and know there's more choices out there than what you might have led yourself to believe. Like I said before, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. Send me a message, whether it's as soon as this episode airs or decades from now. I don't mind. Reach out and I'll help you out with some of those questions and see what I can do to help you in your situation. Now, if you would like to learn more about how to do this, if you want to experience level two of Reiki, a distance healing class, I am happy to run another Zoom class again, like I did last week. If enough people 
message or email asking for that, I will definitely put another one on and open that up to you all. But this here is a gift that you can start with and I encourage you to do so. Thank you for your time here today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Akasha Talks. I'm Lance Baker. Have a blessed week and look after yourself. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and perhaps learned something new. If you did, I'd love for you to subscribe or drop a review on whatever favorite podcatcher you have. Or if you've been enjoying the video versions on YouTube or Facebook, do it there. If something really did click home for you with this episode, perhaps it could benefit one of your friends or family. If so, It'd really help if you shared this on your social medias. Until next time, you've been listening to Akasha Talks with Lance Baker.